Yeah, can I talk about my struggle shit before everybody get into what the fuck they've been going through, nigga? I done sold weed, nigga, to the stars and just been broke right after. Like, you know how embarrassing that is? I'm up from everybody like, damn, nigga, you know all the celebrities, nigga. And then I go home to the motherfucking $800 apartment, nigga. That shit is trash. It's your boy, Zini. You know what I'm saying? Professional rapper, friend extraordinaire. You know what I'm saying? I done been to the moon and back. On the label's budget, nigga. What's good, everybody? You're now listening in to the Truth Case Podcast. I am your host, Joe Jesse. On today's episode, this song's so fitting. On today's episode, we're going to talk about people who want to be internet famous. And what comes with it? It's a lot of things you got to sacrifice in order to get those followers that you want. I don't think a lot of people take that into account. What that means for the people that are following and what that means for the person being followed. After that, we're going to get into one of my favorite segments called Don't Ask a Black Person. And on today's segment, we're going to talk about why you don't want to ask a black person to do that dance you saw on TV not a good idea to those of you who have subscribed what's good those of you listening for the first time hello i appreciate you guys as always real topics real people real funny real talk it's truth pace brush up Alright, we're back. So, a thought that I've had for a while that I've wanted to talk a little bit about but haven't really been able to fully wrap my head around the reason as to why. So, the thought is the majority... In my honest opinion, I would say everyone who's on it, but the majority of people, this is a thought, this is how I feel, this isn't, this hasn't been proven, the majority of people who are on social media are on there in the pursuit of being famous. What level of famous is kind of up to that person and there's a range for that. But for the most part, the majority of people on social media are trying to be famous. Now, it could be famous on TV, maybe it's famous just on the internet, maybe it's famous just on that or on that platform. <clears throat> famous being a very loosely used word. And a lot of that is because what is fame at this point? Before, you would have to be on some sort of large screen for the mass public to view, which essentially is kind of what 
the internet is right now. It's a big screen where the mass majority of the public can go and view you, right? The only difference is, is that now, I guess the standard for which one is famous has begin, has, is now dropped, right? Before, if you were famous, you would have to have some sort of talent, right? You were an incredible actor. You were an amazing athlete. You, um, shit, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you were an incredible singer. Just something along those lines or of that nature. Now, the standard for fame is very, very little. Or, or well, I, the standard isn't little. The standard is, you know, it's short. It's not that great. Which... I mean, you know, not to be a hater, that's great for most people. It, it's, I'm sure, or at least I hope, it's given people who, you know, are in need of some sort of financial gain for their family the ability to do so. That's dope. I'm not a hater in that sense. But at the same time, how has that created, I guess, a space where we get more good stuff than crap, right? So right now, I feel like with so many people doing what it is that they're doing online, whether it's promoting something, selling something, showcasing something, advocating for something, all, everyone has a purpose now on social media. Everyone has essentially an agenda on social media. Whether they like to admit it or not, you have some sort of an agenda. What is your purpose for posting? I'll say that again because that was a bar. What is your purpose for posting? Because all of us have one. Be honest with yourself in that answer. I have friends who post because their job tells them that they need to. They're not really the type to post on social media, but because of the position that they have, their boss is like, look, I need you to post a little bit more. That's where our, our, <clears throat> that's where our base is at. That's where our client and customer base is at. So we need you to be a little bit more active there. I've got people who post things because they're selling stuff. You know, they've got a storefront, so they post, you know, what it is that they're selling at the store in the hopes that people will come to the store and buy it, right? That's your purpose. Other people are advocating for things, whether it be advocating for some sort of uh, fitness or health, healthy lifestyle, advocating for, you know, some sort of group or cause, you know, that's your motivation behind posting. Everyone has a purpose to their posting. It could be as little as I'm just posting stuff because my family is on my ass about how they don't see what it is that I'm doing. So I'm posting stuff so they can shut the fuck up. Like that's that's a purpose in itself. Everyone has a purpose to their posting. So what's yours?
And I found that as people grow closer and closer to learning what their purpose is to posting, if their purpose has anything to do with needing more people to see what they're doing in regards to like advocating for that purpose or for like, you know, increasing the awareness of that purpose, then there's a certain style of posting that people kind of adopt and it's noticeable, right? And everyone seems to be in this pursuit of wanting to be famous. Granted, like I just said before, if you have a purpose, it makes sense in regards to your purpose because you just want more people to see what it is that you're doing in the hopes that it'll increase or satisfy what it is that you're trying to do and your purpose for posting. How far are you willing to stretch yourself for that fame? How much are you willing to share and expose about yourself, your life, and what it is that you're doing for that purpose? How important is it to you that you reach this specific level of fame for your purpose? Everyone has a different level. Everyone has a different agenda, right? Everyone has a different finish line. But it seems like that finish line is getting further and further and further away. And what I mean by that, is it further or farther? I need someone, I need someone who's, who's like an English major to help me with that one. Is it further or farther? Or is that like tomato, tomato? Anyway, the mark for fame is becoming so high that people are now having to stretch themselves further than they'd like to go in order to achieve this certain level. The irony in all of this is that the more you stretch yourself in the pursuit of this fame, the harder it's going to be for you to come back from that. And what I mean by that is if you're, perfect example, if you're a juggler, right? Simple example for people to understand. If you're a juggler and you're posting stuff of you juggling three tennis balls, then four tennis balls, then five tennis balls, you got more views juggling three than you did juggling five. Four did better than five, but it didn't do as good as three. So you go back to juggling three. Juggling three did worse than you juggling five. Now no one wants to see you juggling tennis balls. You got to juggle something else. 
So now you decide to juggle fucking cantaloupes. Three cantaloupes. Three cantaloupes did twice as good as the first three tennis balls. I know I might be losing some of you. Stay with me. Juggling three cantaloupes did better than when you juggled three tennis balls the first time. So what does that say? Well, now I got to juggle four cantaloupes. Four cantaloupes did better than three cantaloupes, but it did just as good as the first time you juggled three tennis balls. So now what do you think you're going to have to do? Are you going to make the decision to juggle five cantaloupes, which will probably only do as well as maybe four tennis balls? That's a loss. So now you're thinking, well, I got I to gotta up the ante. I'm going to juggle knives. You juggle three knives. Three knives does better than your first three tennis balls and three cantaloupes put together. Ding, ding, ding. You in pursuit of this level of fame is now going to is now going to lead you into juggling knives. How do you come back from that? You can't go back to juggling tennis balls. You can't go back to juggling cantaloupes. Really, you can't. At this point, you can't go back to juggling anything that's not dangerous. So how do you go back? You have to, you, now you have to continue the up the ante. So what, three knives? Four knives? Three knives and four knives is doing better than anything you've had. But four knives isn't doing as great as you thought it would. It's doing better than three, but you would have hoped it would eclipse three. It's only doing a little bit better. So now what are you going to do? Everyone is in pursuit of being famous in the pursuit of their purpose of posting. I'm convinced. Sure, I mean, I've got friends who run accounts for companies or people that they work with or for. So they test a lot of stuff that they're doing. But that's your purpose. Your purpose for posting is to test stuff. And if it does well, which is ultimately what you want want it to do because you're trying to test to find out which is the most effective way of posting so that when you go back to... Come on. It all leads back. Like, I hope you're paying attention. Have I lost you? I hope not. We still here. There's a lot. There's a lot. Of people. There are a lot of people. Who are losing themselves. In the pursuit. Of their posting. Or they're in the pursuit of their purpose for their posting. 
and I think consciously they understand that they're at a they're at a, they're at a point where they can't come. It's like there's no return. The point of no return. And now they're trapped. Because let's say they've reached a certain benchmark where they now have a large enough audience to where they feel a bit pressured to have to post to satisfy kind of the beast of their audience. But now they're kind of trapped in having to feed this beast. You've put in all this work, you've gone so far, you've had to stretch yourself in order to get this to where it is. Are you willing to just leave it all and go back? Most people feel pressured to have to just push forward and they lose themselves. They lose themselves. The direction in which they thought their content was going has shifted completely in the pursuit of finding something that is going to get you the most engagement, reach, impressions, whatever your measurement is towards the purpose of your posting. I'm not... and. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not over here saying anything is wrong with it. I'm not saying who's right. I'm not saying who's wrong. I'm just bringing a level of awareness because that's the one thing I'm recognizing is that I'm not sure how many people are actually aware of the degree of which they're stretching in the pursuit of their post. Because at some point, you're going to get so far that you can't come back. And then what? I mean, think about it with these Instagram models. At one point, an Instagram model was just a hot girl in the neighborhood. For real, for real. Do you think her like we could take we got to take somebody that wasn't known that's only been known on like Instagram I don't know any of these girls but like let's take I don't know some some chick who's probably like 21 years old right now who you know nobody knew except the people in the neighborhood and here she is on Instagram now. Like, you know, she's getting booked. She's getting, you know, she's making money. She's she's working now because she was discovered on Instagram. But what do you think her first post was like? My guess? It probably wasn't anything like what her hundredth post is like. It'd be interesting to see how much they were willing to reveal in the hundredth post versus the first post. (coughs) Excuse me. But I see it. It happens. It's real. 
And I don't think enough people are recognizing it. Don't get lost in the sauce. Don't get trapped playing this game in the pursuit of your posting. Be aware of how far it is that you're stretching in order to get this shit to pop off. And if you've gone way too far and there's no way to get back, well then shit, shut it down. But if you're willing to take that step forward in the pursuit of your post, well then step forward with it with some fucking pride. Because once you take that step in and you're all the way in... And now you've become internet famous. Well, guess what? You can't turn that off anymore. You asked for this. This is what you wanted. And now the people that have essentially deemed you famous because they support and watch whatever it is that you're doing now are going to hold you accountable to whatever it is that you post. So now whatever it is you post better be fucking real. Because that is what these people are going to believe. Because that is what you're feeding the beast. You are what you eat, right? So if you're feeding this animal content, this content is going to be this beast. You've got essentially this giant beast created by the content you've been feeding it. So if you can't handle the beast you've created because the content you've been feeding it has been way more of a stretch than what you're used to or actually are as a person, well, then that's your own fucking fault. Because that's what you've chosen to feed this beast in the pursuit of making it as big and as powerful as it is. You can do things to protect yourself from the from this beast, but just be aware that this is what this beast is made out of. It's on the way. I don't think a lot of people understand. Like, oh, I, you know, it's just it's so funny to me how people choose to view the internet as if it's just this place where I can I can do something to where the entire world will now support and follow me, but then in reality, everyone is going to leave me alone. Like there's some sort of, like granted, there is a separation between reality and the internet, obviously. But we're at a point now where the line is starting to blur. Because... If a real person is showing something on the internet and I see this person in real life, why would I not believe that what it is, the only thing that I am seeing in regards to this person is not true? Why would I, why would I believe that? That's foolish on my behalf, right? To believe that whatever someone else is showing me, and this is all that I see of this person, is not true. Right? It's on the person posting to post or to feed this beast whatever it is that it needs to eat in order for the beast to be tamed. That's why, for example, that's why people love Cardi B. Cardi B fed the beast who she is outside 
and who she is on stage. Because it sounds like the same person. It comes off as the same person. I have yet to meet her in person. But perfect example, if you met, if you ran into Cardi B, would you not expect her to be what it is that you see on social media? Because what you see on social media, what you see on TV, what you hear on the radio, what you hear on her music, it all sounds the same, right? So imagine if you ran up and, you know, if you met her and she just was completely different. Some people are going to force Cardi's hand and want her to be the person that they see on TV. While other people are going to kind of be shocked and maybe disappointed that this person is a phony. But whose fault is that? Is it Cardi's fault for feeding this beast content that wasn't real? Or was it the beast or was it the consumer's fault for believing everything that they're seeing and not thinking about, well, could it be real or not? It's a very interesting relationship that people have with the internet and it's like they want all the fame and exposure because we all have a purpose to why we're posting but the loss of privacy that comes with that level of fame the level of accountability that comes with that level of fame, that, the level of responsibility to what it is that you're posting that comes with that level of fame is more than a lot of people want to deal with. I don't want to deal with the backlash. I just want all the likes. Well, guess what? It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. And if that's how you want it to work, well, I'm sorry to inform you, it's not going to happen. You got to take the good with the bad, the wins and the losses. You probably don't want to hear that, but that's why this podcast is called Toothpaste, bitch. Brush up. Another great segment of Don't Ask a black person. Today, don't ask a black person to ever do any kind of dance that you've ever seen on YouTube or television. Speaking specifically as someone who has been put in that situation numerous times. (laughs) Now for some of you, it's obvious as to why you don't do that. And that's probably because you've also been in a similar situation where someone has asked you to do some sort of dance that they see or have seen on television. But for those of you who don't understand, allow me to explain. Sure, there are a lot of dances that are on television or are popular that a lot of people in the black community often do. Things such like the electric slide, the cha-cha slide. Notice any similarities? There is maybe the butterfly, or depending on where you're from, the Tootsie Roll. There are versions of the Sea Walk, some of them authentic. The closer you get to the western side of the United States, 
and it just seems to turn into something strange the further and further you get away from California. But it's something recognizable nonetheless. These types of dances are all things that are acceptable, right? If you want someone to show you how to do the cha-cha slide, cool, I'll show you how to do that. You're trying to get with it. Or if you're trying to learn the Tootsie Roll, same thing, right? We can go there with it. Don't ask me to crank that soldier boy. You know what I mean? You, everyone knows that damn song. And everyone should know that damn dance. So there is no need nor time ever for you to ever ask a black person to show you how to crank that soldier boy, especially in 2018. If anyone in 2018 asks you to crank that soldier boy, I, you might just have to immediately identify that person as racist. They're a little funny. They've got a sense of humor because that's, that's a fucked up thing to ask someone to do. But in 2018, if you're asking someone to crank that soldier boy, you're most likely being an asshole. Right? Don't ask anyone to show you how to whip or, you know, or nay-nay. You know what I mean? Like, leave how to juju on the beat. Like, no. You know what I mean? Leave it alone. Acceptable requests. Millie rocking. That right there. I can show you how to Millie rock. That's all right. But you better do that shit too. Otherwise, otherwise, only you're going to get a laugh. But if I see your dumbass try to Millie rock, then I'm going to get a laugh. We both laughed together. It was fun. It's a-okay. Right? That's acceptable. What's not acceptable? Any choreography. Right? Now, for some, some of you, you would think, what? Why would anyone ask you to do some sort of choreographed dance from a music video? Well, you'd be surprised because the further and further you get away from where black people are, the more and more ridiculous the requests seem to be. For some of you who've been listening to the podcast, you may remember a story of when me and my buddies went to Eastern Washington for a dance. At that dance, my buddy was asked to do a choreographed piece <laughs> for the music video Thriller. <laughs> and he did it. <laughs> and people were, were thrilled. They were absolutely thrilled, which only made, made it worse because now it just feels like, why are you so thrilled? Are you thrilled because you can't do this and you're just kind of... It's, I guess it's like watching... I don't know, was it like watching LeBron James dunk or something? Like, is that... If that's the feeling, I guess I'm okay with it. But if you're enjoying it the same way you're enjoying, like, a dog barking on command, I don't feel too good about that. And that's the issue that you run into when you ask a black person to do any kind of dance. We don't know... What we don't know what you're trying to get out of it. Like, if you're genuinely trying to learn to dance and you're trying to connect on that level, great. No problem. And on our end, it's kind of difficult to ask that question. Like, hey, uh, before, before I show you how to do this dance, 
do you want me to sh- do you want me to show you how to do this dance because you want to laugh or do you want me to show you how to do this dance because you really want to learn this dance like please be honest now it's awkward right but that's kind of the basis of the whole shit that's kind of how this whole thing works it just becomes awkward So don't put yourself in an awkward situation. Don't ask anyone to do any kind of dance. Here's the alternative, right? Because I hate people that are like, oh, don't do this, and then they don't give you any alternative or any kind of solution otherwise. So instead of asking someone to do the dance, if you genuinely want to learn how to do the dance, and you're not doing it coming from some pl- some fucked up place of just wanting to see some black person do their dance. What you need to do, do the dance first. Right? Do the dance first. Even if you even if you butcher the dance and just fuck up the whole shit, do it. And do it with confidence. And then when you get laughed at and they're like, what are you doing? You can tell them. What you mean, what am I doing? I'm, I'm Millie rocking. What are you doing? Then they'll show you how to really do the dance. And in that moment, everybody will be happy. Everybody will feel like everyone's trying to connect. Everyone's trying to get on the same page. You can share a cool moment. And hell, it, and, if you're, and if you're white, to all the white boys listening right now, there is nothing cooler than being the white boy in your group of white friends that can actually do the dance. Because when you go places and there are other large groups of white people who are trying to do that dance and you actually know how to do that dance really well, I guarantee you're gonna gain points. I guarantee you. That one that one girl who wanted to take notice, she's gonna see you now. I bet you that. There's a lot of good that could come out of this. Don't sell yourself short, but just be authentic with it. Keep it 100. That's all that we ask.